Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And as Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages of the Bible like never before, we need to understand how to respond rightly to our Lord Jesus. And if we don't respond properly to Him, it will be unnecessarily difficult and discouraging and challenging in the days to come. But if you will embrace the things I'll be discussing today on the program, not only will you persevere, but you will rejoice during these difficult times. These will be times that will be fruitful and very exciting as we respond to the word of the living God. Join me in prayer, will you? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, I pray that the words from your word would leap off the pages into our hearts, minds, and lives today. And that these days, to the contrary of being discouraging, will be very exciting, even in these difficult times, for we who are your children. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. And, and I want to remind you that the goal of my life is to one day hear these words from my Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And the goal of our ministry is that you would hear those same words. Now, consider the Thessalonians, to whom Paul wrote two New Testament letters. They were horribly persecuted and had great affliction. Listen to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. For you, brethren, became imitators of the churches of God which are in Judea in Christ Jesus. For you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen, just as they did from the Judeans who killed both the Lord Jesus and their own prophets and have persecuted us. And they do not please God nor contrary to all men, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles that they may be saved. So as always to fill up the measure of their sins, but wrath has come upon them to the uttermost. Now I'm going to take a quick detour here and address something that needs to be said that's in these verses we just read. Remember, some of the prominent and powerful and wealthy Jewish people stirred up and manipulated crowds in, in Judea against Messiah Jesus and then against Paul as he was going out with the gospel in the nations. But later, some powerful professing Christians and church leaders then through the ages have facilitated anti-Semitism and stirred people up against 
all the Jews, blaming them for what took place and using these passages to do so. And on account of a few who were aggressively coming against our Savior Messiah Jesus and then his people, these anti-Semitic church leaders blamed all the Jews for it and brought great persecution against the Jewish people in the name of Messiah Jesus. No, Paul is addressing a small number of powerful Jewish people here, and that needs to be said. Why? This ugly Jew hatred is still in some areas of the church. I have personally experienced it, and the Lord still will bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Now, having said that, the Thessalonians were experiencing persecution like the Jewish believers in Messiah Yeshua in Judea. Now, in 1 Thessalonians 3, Paul continues, Therefore, when we could no longer endure it, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone and sent Timothy, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith that no one should be shaken by these afflictions for you yourselves know that we were appointed to this. And then in 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul introduces Bible prophecy scenarios that, like I said, are leaping off the pages of the Bible right now that I plan on speaking about in upcoming shows very soon. But then at the end of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, in the midst of all of their suffering in Thessalonica, look what Paul tells the Thessalonians as he's ending his letter. And this is where I wanted to get to today after setting up this context, the context of affliction, because there's a lot of affliction in the world today, and some of it is geared right towards believers in Messiah Jesus. But this would apply to all the afflictions of this generation and in this life. Beginning in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So in the midst of their very difficult, even life-threatening challenges, Paul tells the Thessalonians what we need to do today. Three things. First, rejoice always. And who is this Paul to tell these precious souls who are suffering like this, who is Paul to tell them to rejoice always? Well, Paul is the one who was in prison for the gospel's sake, for righteousness' sake. And he wrote to the Philippians these words, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Paul has the authority to say these things because he has been persecuted immensely for the gospel. He is sent by the Lord to say, this is what we should do. He is doing it himself and he's telling others to do it. And, and by the way, the things that I'm telling you today, I'm doing these things and it's life changing. And, and it, it turns everything from black and white to living color. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Paul writes from prison and says, rejoice always. Again, I will say rejoice. We have so much about which to rejoice. We're saved from our sins. We have eternal life. We have a loving Father in heaven, a great Savior, Messiah Jesus, who is always with us, and the Helper and Comforter, the Holy Spirit, 
who makes the way for us every day. Truly, if God be for us, who can be against us? And while the reality of the darkness all around us is increasing, we're not ignoring that. The light and the goodness of the Lord is abounding in and around us. Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Someone say hallelujah. You see, this present suffering will be repaid by the Lord with future glory, eternal glory. Yes, sing to the Lord. Do you know how many times I counted today? The Bible uses the word sing as in singing to the Lord 166 times in the Old and New Testaments. Psalm 96, 1 through 3 has a good word for us. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name, proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. Yes, rejoice always. And then pray without ceasing. Praying all throughout the day is so exciting and it's so good. Not only that way do I walk with my Messiah, Yeshua, my Lord Jesus, He also walks with me. He also walks with me. And then we get to experience His operating in our hearts, minds, and lives, answering our prayers and, and walking with us in this way. Listen, it changes everything, folks. Truly is amazing what praising will do. Hallelujah. So I cry out by the spirit of adoption, O Abba, Father in heaven, and He hears me. His ears are always open to our prayers. Prayerlessness is an expression of self-reliance. And this is the worst generation since Noah's day to be self-reliant. And it's the best generation ever to rely on our Heavenly Father through our Lord Jesus by the power and person of the Holy Spirit in prayer. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Always giving thanks. Always giving thanks. I want to share a testimony with you. Uh, of a pastor conference I used to get to a minister's conference in Beaumont, Texas. And the man who would lead this thing was on fire for the Lord. He was in his 80s and he had the energy of someone in his 20s and he was so excited about being saved and, and real discipleship in Messiah Jesus. And he, and he said that someone came to him one day and said, Pastor, if I pray in the morning once over my food, would that cover me all day long or do I really have to pray at every meal? And here's what he said that he answered them. He said, sir, I've been all around the world with this gospel. And if you've been to some of the places I've been and seen some of the things that I've seen, you'd thank the Lord every third bite. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got so much to be thankful for from the loving hands of the true and living God, the Father, the Son, Messiah, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. You've heard the old saying, count your many blessings. We should count our many blessings every day, all the day. We should be thankful for our eternal lives in Messiah Jesus, to be forgiven for our many sins and our relationship with the Lord. You should be thankful for your husband or your wife or your children or full tummies. Listen, if you've got good food and good drinking water, you're doing better than over a billion people on the earth today. Thankful for your home, thankful for your work, your health. These are just a few examples. And even for the trials that are in your life related to these things that maybe you are having trouble with or struggling with today, maybe health, work, home, whatever. 
relationships. Why could you rejoice in those things? Because in the book of James, chapter 1, the Bible says, Count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, mature, complete, lacking in nothing. Now, listen to what the Bible says about unthankful people. You ready? Romans chapter 1. Beginning in verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world is invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Listen to this, you ready? Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Folks, I've read this entire book many times. I've never seen one good thing about complainers. And we should rejoice, pray, and be thankful. Because as Paul is ending his letter to the Thessalonians, the Holy Spirit reminds us today that we have a King that's coming for us any moment. First Thessalonians beginning in verse 23 of chapter 5. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole heart, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful who also will do it. So we're commanded, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing in everything's in everything giving Thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you and for me. And we're also commanded by our Savior, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a Savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of blessing Israeli believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministries we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. 
how we have updates about what's going on in the ministry, along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Yes, these times are difficult and challenging, but I have some good news. The Lord promised that he would be Abraham's shield and great reward. The Bible tells we who believe in Messiah Jesus that we are Abraham's children by covenant. So then, we can experience the blessings of the Abraham covenant by faith. In my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant, you will learn how to walk out your identity as children of Abraham. You will find powerful activation points that provide practical faith strategies for confidence and victory. With a donation of any amount to watch, therefore, blessing Israeli believers or poured out for the nations, you will receive your copy of Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Make sure to write on the memo section of your check or the notes section for online giving ATB book. And remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to the program, Watch Therefore. Another way you simply cannot lose, even in the midst of difficult times, is to be gospel and discipleship minded. It's also a great and wise way to prepare for eternity. Now I'm gonna share a couple passages, one from Proverbs and another from the book of Daniel. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. And some of you are prayerfully and financially participating in our gospel and discipleship work in Burundi and Rwanda, Africa. Even in the midst of these corona restrictions since earlier this year, and then in August and September, we've seen about 1,350 precious souls pray to repent and receive Messiah Jesus as Lord. And more than that, many truly are becoming disciples of our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, because of the discipleship infrastructure that is set up with the network of churches we're working with in Africa. In August, we did our first Burundi online pastors conference with a hundred pastors, and then a gospel preaching event and gift box distribution for the poor in Burundi. And there also we saw many pray to receive Jesus as Lord. This is just the beginning, folks, as we're planning more Burundi outreaches very soon. There we have it, gospel and discipleship, gospel preaching and discipleship training. Also in Rwanda this September, here's an updated testimony. I had to take three coronavirus tests because Rwanda has very strict coronavirus measures. And so I took one before I left, 
one when I got there, and I had to take one to return as well. To even go into the airport in Rwanda, you have to have a negative corona test. Then I started with a Sunday morning um, schedule in churches. I spoke in four churches on Sunday morning and early afternoon. Then Monday through Thursday, we had four days of pastor's conferences. And then after the morning conferences, we would go to the churches or hillsides or outdoor preachings. On a hillside, we saw 207 precious souls stand up to, and pray to repent and receive Messiah Jesus as Lord. About 201 of them were prostitutes, single moms, and teen moms. Oh, hallelujah. And on that same hillside, a few days later, we heard testimonies from the um, around 105 former prostitutes who had prayed to receive the Lord in early March when I was there preaching the gospel. And they were standing up with the Bibles some of you helped pay for, new Bibles. And they were reading Bible verses and giving testimonies. One of them gave a testimony reading Ephesians 2. For by grace I have been saved through faith and not that of myself. And she went on to read that and share how she used to sell her body. But now she's a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And by the way, then on that day, at that time, another eight in their midst stood up and prayed to receive Jesus as Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we were supposed to speak to 400 what they call cultivators by a river at a, at a, a dam where there's a river and they were working the grounds around it. These are poor laborers with picks and shovels. Well, there were supposed to be 400, but only 175 were there because the others went to an unexpected funeral. One of the men in their midst had died recently. Well, I stood up, gave my testimony, and shared the gospel and spoke of that man whose funeral the others were at and said, what if it were you? Where would you be? This man stepped into eternity. Where would you be if it was you? 145 of them stood up and prayed to receive Messiah Jesus as Lord. Oh, this is called living. Hallelujah. Well, one day we went out to the streets, just prayer walking, walking through the streets uh, in this area, Nyamagabi in Rwanda, pastor and myself and some others. And I stopped this young man and began to share the gospel with him in a little crowd gathered around us and eight prayed to receive Messiah Jesus right there in the street. Think of this. We had six Bibles remaining at our hotel. We'd given many out. We had six Bibles at the hotel. And so six of them followed us back to the hotel and were so happy to receive new Bibles. And I began to share some things with them to help them begin their new life in Christ. And then one of the pastors began to start discipleship with them as well. And, and, uh, and then the guard at the hotel he came over and said, I want to give my life to Jesus the Lord. I want a new Bible. And after sharing with him and talking with him a little bit, we realized that he had been born again and had backslidden and he was very repentant and with joy received a new Bible. And of course, in the churches, we saw precious souls stand up, come forward and pray to receive Jesus the Lord. As I spoke in many churches, not only on that Sunday morning, but also through the week as well. Folks, this is how we overcome in preparation for our King Messiah Yeshua coming for us to take us back to that place 
he's been preparing for us. This is the kind of life lived here at this time that will prepare us to hear in the future from our Savior, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Go therefore and make disciples of Messiah Jesus. Yes, and watch therefore and be ready. Yeah, we take the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first here in Israel through our ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and then out through our ministry, poured out for the nations to the nations where the Lord calls us and opens doors. And there's wide open doors. Listen, this is just the beginning, folks. We are going to see so many, I believe, thousands pray to receive Messiah Jesus as Lord. And so I encourage you, I encourage you like never before to take the things you've heard today very seriously, embrace them and integrate them into your lives. And maybe today you're listening and you're hearing these things and and the Spirit of the Lord is showing you, you need to be saved. You've never truly been forgiven for your sins. You've never truly been changed in your heart and mind. You're the same old person you've always been. Well, even if you're religious and you're going to church and you have a Bible, but you've never really been changed, today is your day. And there's not much time. Today is the day of salvation. What do you need to do? You need to recognize, you need to acknowledge, I've sinned against God. I've broken His laws. I deserve to go to hell. And, and, and I don't want to go there. And God loves me and He doesn't want me to go there. So much that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. What does it mean to believe in Him? It means to repent, change your mind about your sin and begin to turn away from your sins that are in your life, in your heart, in your mind, and put your faith alone in Messiah Jesus in Christ alone, through faith alone. Yes, put your faith in Messiah Jesus. Cry out to Him to save you today, that you believe He died on the cross for your sins, He was buried, and hallelujah, on the third day He rose from the grave. And you cry out to Him, save me, Lord Jesus. I want to turn away from my sins and live a new life. Will you help me, Lord? Will you forgive me, Lord? Will you save me, Lord? And His answer will be yes, yes, yes. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your, of your screen right now. You can call us, contact us, email us. We'll send you some information, some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for this very special program today. Thank you for all of our viewers. And I pray you would tremendously bless them now, Father, that these words that they've heard would leap off the pages of your word into their hearts, minds, and lives. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, what an important program and a time we've had together. I I pray it has blessed you and will bless you. And now what we need to remember is more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us. When? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. What belongs.